the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the funniest bank robbery I have ever heard of. Wait till the end and I promise you will not be disappointed. And as you guys know, I'm doing this all in one part. So keep up. Lawrence Ripple gave a bank teller a note saying, I have a gun. Give me money. Right away, the bank teller gave him all the money that was around her, which was about $3,000. And at this point, most robbers would leave the bank, right? Not Lawrence. He took the money and then found a nice comfy chair in the lobby, which he sat down on until the police came. He was arrested by the cops who were obviously confused until they spoke to his wife. His wife had revealed that Lawrence had left her a note saying that he'd rather be in jail than be with her. And then the judge gave him six months of house arrest. Hello everyone, welcome to the No Good Podcast. My name is Isfandi Arbarahini and we are joined by one of the best actors I know. He is also a TikTok star with with two million, is it two million followers now? Are you are you at the yeah, new two million? Five, two point five. Two for two point five. Let's go. Over two point five. Yeah. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Um, you'll know him from his uh, famous catchphrase. So keep up. This is Chris Fami. Chris, how you doing, bro? I'm perfect, man. How are you? Good as always. Good as always. Chilling. Uh, I, 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 I know. I know you have your catchphrase, so I have to ask you in general, like, where did that come from? Like, where did you get that from? So keep up. Yeah. It's so funny, man. Like, you know, I don't know. I, 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 when I was doing these stories in the beginning, I wanted to say a lot of stuff. I didn't want to have to do two parts. I'm like, I'm kind of lazy to do that. Yeah. Like, I want to rush this all and squeeze it into one thing. So I just started saying, I'm going to do this all in one part, so keep up. Because I'm going to speak really fast. And I just, I just said it. And then I kind of said it a couple of times. And then, you know, you know, you have like your WhatsApp groups, all your buddies. So mm-hmm. if I'm in my WhatsApp group and then, you know, you can like bold words in WhatsApp if you like put the asterisks. Right. So yeah. I'm like, we're just, you know, me and my boys are just like, you know, talking whatever. And one, one guy, Mina, he's like, all right, Chris, go for it. And so keep up in like bold. I was like, oh, it actually is like, and everyone's like laughing about it and stuff. I was like, you know, that's actually really good. I can use that. And then I started isolating it. So it's like more pronounced. And then it kind of just grew into something that now in the comments always like, you know, I, am I the only one that says so keep up with him and stuff? Like, it's really cool. It's That's fun. Crazy. That's yeah. great. That's so, so crazy. That's how it all got, got to starting out. That's cool, man. Uh, me for personally, I just want to say first off, I want to ask, has the news about TikTok potentially being banned scared you at all from like creating content? Um... That's a good question. You know, it doesn't scare me because at the end of the day, you can't let what you can't control bother you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't control it. I, I'm, I'm not in politics. I'm not going to like lobby for it. Obviously, I don't <laughs> want it to leave. But like, you know, I, I do what I can. At the end of the day, what I can control is um, what I send, where I send people and kind of partnerships I create outside of TikTok, which I'm working on. So um, like my Instagram has grown pretty significantly since I've started to like bring people into Instagram as well. I have my YouTube stuff. And honestly, like TikTok is, if it goes away, something's going to come in its place. You know, they already have Instagram reels, um, which I actually don't like at all, but it exists. 
um, and they have YouTube shorts, which is coming out, right? But like, you know, man, the way I look at it is this. If you, if you own a restaurant, right, and your restaurant makes a billion dollars of profit per year, yeah. okay, and then you want to, you're, you're not just going to one day close the door, leave, and everything goes down to zero. You probably have people knocking on your door nonstop to buy it from you, especially if you know you're, you're not interested in continuing it anymore, right? And TikTok's kind of the same scenario. Like, they're a very valuable company worth billions. Someone's going to step in and want to buy it. If it's not Microsoft, they'll have to be, like, someone's going to have come up with it, come up with a way to do it, I think, right? Yeah, there was, there was a couple places that, that were supposedly going to try to buy it, right? Like I saw Twitter, I saw Microsoft, mm-hmm. I know Google was thinking of buying TikTok. Yeah, uh, a few places. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I, it I, needs I, to be a big company or a big, a big partnership because um, it, takes a lot of, it's, it takes a lot of coding basically to like transfer everything over, but like, I don't know. These guys, we go to the moon, I'm sure we can figure out how to just transfer over code. It'll be okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Man, no, I'm not not too fast. We'll no, see. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, the last thing I was gonna say also is that you know when it first happened, I had a theory. I put it out actually on TikTok, not on Instagram. So I don't know if you guys saw it, but I was like, you know, <clears throat> Trump. It's probably kind of a smart thing in terms of getting an American company to buy it because by putting this pressure on TikTok making them play defense and have to sell at a lower price. So you're really getting an American company a better deal. I hope it works. If it doesn't though, like I said, something will pop up in this place. So well, like, it'll be okay. We were, we were saying the same thing on the podcast when we reacted to the whole news where it's like, um, it, this is realistically, there's like a double standard to it, right? Everybody talks about like TikTok and, and getting the, the, the usership and privacy and all that stuff that's being exposed with TikTok. Listen, all the stuff that's happening with Facebook, with Twitter, with Instagram, that does the exact same thing, right? Oh, my God. There's yes. a double standard that way. Right? Well, you know, what? like my main thing is my main business is online uh, stores and online marketing. That's what I've been doing since 2017. The amount that Facebook knows about you is insane. It's crazy. They, they're listening to everything. They're listening to us have a conversation right now. My phone's right here. Right. They're listening to everything. <laughs> they're probably they, they, separate they, pod, too. Insane. <laughs> what was that? They're probably all having their own separate pod, all of our phones together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. If I'm listening to the podcast, seeing what they like, you know, so it, there's a double standard, 100%. You don't want, they basically don't want any company to steal it that's not American, but everyone's taking our data. Everyone knows everything. Difference is that they don't know if they're sending that data into the Chinese government, which I guess could be potentially bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, China does some funky stuff. Yeah, it's like the lesser of two evils. You know what I mean? It's like picking between two. Yeah. Right? You're right, bro. You're right. That's definitely my agreement with you. Um, you know, you're an actor, obviously. Uh, and, you know, we're in the same acting class. Shout out to shout out to Alza Acting. But, well, you know, no, Alza. <laughs> I know I know you're a storyteller from that. You're, you're clearly a storyteller. Is it the acting that inspired you to create the stuff that you do on TikTok or is it vice versa? Like the TikToks wanted you to get into, you know? That's a really good question, man. And uh, you're going to find it funny, actually. Um, Here's why I started TikTok. For one, okay, so basically I had wanted to build my Instagram account because what I realized is that if I could get more followers on Instagram, if I'm a bit more recognizable, maybe it's going to be easier for me to get roles in movies. So I posted some pictures, right? I'm like, but I don't know what to, I don't know what kind of content to put. I'm yeah. not going to 
have hired like a photographer to follow me around everywhere. You know, like my life isn't, I, I'm working pretty much the entire day. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't do that. So what, what else yeah. can I do? And I'm literally in the shower at 1 a.m. Caffeinated to the max and caffeine hits me hard, especially <laughs> back then. So I'm literally like shaking caffeinated in the shower at 1 a.m. And I'm just thinking about what I could do. And I'm like, you know, because I had TikTok for a few months before. This was on December 5th. And I was like scrolling, I was just thinking in the shower and I was like, you know, TikTok has this cool thing called the green screen feature where I could put something behind me. Right. Yeah. I love telling stories. You know, storytelling is part of acting. Maybe I could just like say stories and then save them on TikTok and then put them on Instagram so I can grow my Instagram. And that was it. That's all I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I know that I knew this one story and I love history. I love history. So I knew this one story um, about Vasily Arkhipov. Long story short, if he didn't do what he did, the entire world would be different because it would have been World War Three. Wow. Okay? Crazy story. Yeah. So I was like, that's such a good story for me to post on Instagram. So I'm posting part one. It's a two-part because it's too much. I, I did it in two parts. Um, posted part one, posted on TikTok, filmed part two. By the t and my entire intention was to only put it on Instagram. I, as I finished part two, I looked. I already had like a thousand or fifteen hundred views or something on the first one i had like 50 followers or 100 followers I'm like what the heck happened how is that even possible yeah and bro it went from a caffeine high to an adrenaline rush <laughs> and then i stayed up like i stayed up literally until 10 a.m just making tiktoks um <laughs> posted them on instagram too and that's kind of how it all it all started i only started it so i could grow my instagram following and didn't expect this at all <laughs> that's crazy that's so wild that's so wild to me that's okay that's oh that's nuts man it's all because i wanted to be known as an actor and you know the rest is history right yeah, yeah. honestly man um uh, just talking about your whole acting uh career how has your acting career like influenced the type of like tiktoks you're making like i know you put a lot of research into um like the history ones that you do, like does it have a certain effect on the ones you make in the present and future? Um, I, I kind of like it when I have a chance to act in it. I mean, it's a really good question because it's kind of as if I've created my own, uh, my own character for myself in my things. Like I'm just being me, you know, mm -hmm. but being me is my own kind of character. You know, like um, I, every once in a while I'll do like stories that kind of mean something that are, are personal to me. Like what I did on Sunday, which is about like um, a charity I like, like this is called Operation Underground Railroad. It's about like child trafficking and that kind of stuff. Like I, it means a lot to be able to speak about that and kind of open up a little bit about that side of things. Um, so I guess acting hasn't necessarily influenced the stories I say, um, mm -hmm. but it was the reason I started saying the stories. However, acting is um some of my stories i do get a chance to act which is really cool so i'll do like sometimes there is an opportunity for me to like play a couple characters and that i really enjoy um but one thing i do is um tiktok has led me into doing um scary story nights every thursday night at 9 p.m on an app called airtime and that is like so fun because that's like it's I'm not necessarily playing, I'm playing a couple characters here and there, but it's the storytelling aspect that I've learned a lot from, um, you know, our acting coaches at Alza Acting Studio. Like we got, you know, Tim actually, worked, I worked with him for so long. Um, yeah, I, I work with Tim, him right now. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really great. But in terms of um, 
my voice and how I use it to, because it's really just, this is, this is it. This is the whole show. It's darker, and, but this is it. And I'm just speaking and I, it's kind of cool to be able to tell a whole story. And if I wasn't doing acting, I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's, I think one thing that acting has definitely helped me with, especially with the, with that part. Man, I've even noticed it with like, um, I've even noticed it with, you know, like broadcasting and journalism and the videos that I make, right. It's just, you're reading your, your voice. It, it's improved so much more ever since you take these classes. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's so important. And being able to show emotion and like show with your voice, like stuff like that. Like, yeah, actually in some of the things I'm able to show some emotion and just be genuine, which a lot of people actually can't do. Cause a lot of people are uncomfortable being vulnerable like that. You know, mm-hmm. because what you and I do and, you know, acting in general, it's all about being vulnerable in front of the camera. Yeah. So that's kind of, as to my kind of, I, I guess you could say the flair of how I tell my stories. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could agree to that, man. And like from watching your TikToks, I can see it. I can see even the even the scary ones that you do. You can see that like the you, you know you do the dramatic pause and then the, the I can see it. I can see the inspiration by it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you, you can see it because you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, outside of yourself, like who is who is some of your favorite TikTokers? Like, are they called TikTokers? By the way, I don't know, but. Yeah. yeah, people call them TikTokers. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends now that I've I've met through TikTok. Um, it's tough to say who my favorites are. Um, there are some really funny ones. I actually just um, I can't remember their usernames though. Uh, but I do have some. I do watch some really funny guys. Yeah, uh, Trey Kennedy is the one that I really like. I don't know if you know Trey Kennedy. Did you um, do stuff on Instagram fine. before? Yeah, yeah mine, right? and Instagram and stuff. So like this stuff, I think is hilarious. Um, and there's a, there's a few others and there's also storytellers that, I mean, they're great at storytelling, you know, um, there's like people like Mr. Ballin who, um, you know, I've known from him and I connected a long time ago. He's huge now on TikTok. He has like 6 million followers now. Um, Joel Berg's there's also, you know, some of my buddies that I, I deal with like almost all the time, like Khalil's life, um, Braden Roy and I chat every once in a while. And like, you know, I'm, I'm talking to like a lot of people just because it's kind of cool to be able to connect and share insights and tips with each other. You know, so that's one of the big things that I've kind of learned about this TikTok game is a lot of people just want to help each other, you know, which yeah. is really cool. That's yeah. So I guess the guys that I, I definitely um, talked with Jack Neal. Um, I even did some work with him, promoted some of his stuff. So yeah, there are definitely uh, a few people. Cool. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, personally, I just want to ask like, which one was your favorite TikTok that you've done so far? Like I've seen uh, the one recently you did about um I want to say Ricky the innocent for twenty three years oh, that right. was really like informative yeah um, crazy which one do you think is your your favorite that you yeah. made out of um that one was one of the most eye opening ones I've done and I'm mental grateful like I I can't believe how I'm able to chat with these people and have full but him and I spoke for an hour on the phone so I can get all the information for a one minute TikTok wow so, um hour yeah. But like, I just, I, cause I couldn't believe stuff. First off, I don't really know people that are in jail. So I was able to chat with him about all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. But at the same time, the injustice of it blew me away. Okay. How he was innocent and proven innocent 10 years before he got let out. That stuff is insane to me. And it's like a big problem. It's just, the system's broken, right. you know? Um, it's a fact, it's it just, it is what it is. But I didn't realize that. You know, so it was a really, really eye-opening thing. So that's one of the most eye-opening ones that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Ricky, man. He, he's he's doing good though. He's um, 
he's advocating for a lot of other people that are also innocent and still in jail. So it's really cool. Um, Yeah. So that's really, really crazy. One of the funniest ones I did was actually my favorite, one of my favorite ones um, about the guy. I don't know if you remember, but I I posted on Instagram because it's my most viewed one has like 12 million views um, about the guy that um, robbed the bank. Yes. Do you guys see that one? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. I saw that one. I don't really like, I don't want to spoil it people that want to watch it but um yeah that one that one's really really funny i do um, recommend that, one's, that one's hilarious yeah bro that, that that was the most for me 12 million views it's insane wow. i was Jeez. refreshing it it was like three thousand every like second three thousand wow. everybody was popping it yeah so that was really really cool um but yeah man honestly i love all of them there's also one that i want to mention as well um because it's one of my favorite stories of all time not just about tiktok um it's the christmas tr- true story. I don't know if you guys know about it, but the summer is during World War One. These kids are young. Their first year, the first year of the war, they think the war is going to be over in like two months. Um, it's Christmas time. And, um, you know, the Germans start singing on their side. And the, the English are like thinking it's going to be a war. But then they start to hear it's a, it's a Christmas tune. And then the English don't want to lose in that either. So they start singing the same song, but louder in English. <laughs> ended up like harmonizing long story short the next they all go out literally in the middle of war they go out of their trenches they go child each other um you know kick a soccer ball around someone gives haircuts it's crazy wow and that was like it's touching because like these are just regular people they literally don't only fight each other because the government's making them fight each other right you know they have not they're regular human being they're just chatting bro in the, in the morning they buried their dead they had joint funerals they cried together they laughed together it was crazy. One cool thing, though, is that this happened all across the line, but um, Hitler was actually one of the, the constable, one of the generals that wouldn't let the German troops go out. Um, and that's that he's like one of the commanders. He wouldn't let the Germans go. Out. He's like, no, you can't do this. This is war. And, and then he became Hitler. So, right, right. Wow. Know, that's, kind of, that's crazy. That's one of my favorite stories of all time. Jeez. So you're yeah. a big history guy, a big history buff. I love history, man. I'm like such a history nerd. Do, do you think <laughs> that comes from like your, your love of like watching movies and like seeing a bunch of history movies and documentaries and things like that? Or is it just something? Well, you I, I love stories. I love stories, man. It's a shame how they teach it in school. I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't find there's certain things that I find really interesting about history. I feel like we didn't get taught that in school, but For sure. um, you know, like, I want to know the general idea of what happened. I don't need to memorize the exact dates unless the dates are important, but you know, there's whatever that's, that's a different kind of conversation, but um, I've always loved stories and history is just stories. Mm -hmm. Like the story about how world war one started is insane, but you know, learn it. When I learned it, I couldn't believe it. That's a complete different story. Took me a long time to explain right now, but um, (laughs) video about it though. So you can check that out. But um, yeah, like that's So yeah, I just I don't know. I love history, man. I love stories. Wow, man, that's crazy. That's that's so cool. It's it's so cool to see like this side of you, bro. Because like you know we're always just in Zoom and talking and like chatting in group yeah. chat and all that stuff. So it's it's interesting. You haven't even had like a class in person. I've never actually met you in person. I no, <laughs> that's, that's you guys never met. That's not true. That's not true. Actually, uh, one time you were coming out of your private class and I was going into my private class. And I, think, I think it was you. I'm not sure. Could it be a guy that looks exactly like you? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure it was you. 
damn, you have a good memory. I have a good, I have a pretty good memory. I have a pretty good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Must be easy to memorize. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, That's crazy. yo, oh my god! Trust me, it helps me with the cl- the scenes. Trust me, yeah, yeah. Because because then like I can improvise a little bit, and and that's like the yeah. I know I know you like doing that too for sure. I I love improvising, but not with Walter. When Walter teaches, I know he doesn't really like the improvising so much. So I I limit it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of your stories. Is there sure. is there one coming out in the next next couple of days? Uh, well, I did. I do them on TikTok almost every day. One of the rules, because people are always like, you know, what's your goal? You know, and for me, like, it's. I'm sure it's similar for like what you guys are doing. Like for me, it's like I never had a goal of how many followers I want to get because I can't control that. Mm-hmm. Um, I only like to focus on what I can control, and all I control is how many I come out with. So I usually come out with one a day. My goal is always one per day. So on TikTok, they're all coming out, but I don't like to post the same stuff on TikTok as on Instagram because I like to show a different side of myself on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, because you know, most people already know my TikTok stuff, so I want to I want to show like a different aspect of who, who I am. Yeah, for sure. So I can build the connection, you know. But yeah, on TikTok, I came out with two today, um, so I think they're pretty good. <laughs> right. One is about Ryan okay. Gosling. So you might want to check that one out. All right, I'll t- cool. I'll take a look at. Cool. Alrighty, uh, Ryan. Cool. Do, do, do you want to plug yourself? Do you want to plug yourself before we I'm go? About to say, yeah, Chris. Let us know and let everyone know sure. where we can find you, man. What are the socials? Of course, man. Um, it's um, Instagram, TikTok. It's the same. It's Chris Fami, C H R I S F A H M Y. Same thing on YouTube. You just type my name and you'll find me there. So um, that's it. Awesome. And also on Triller and Byte. Although I don't know if that's even going to work anymore. <laughs> see, we have to go there. So I don't know. <laughs> nice, perfect. Well, Chris Fami, thank you for joining uh, the No Good Podcast and our family. Um, until next time, you've been a great guest and uh, many blessings in the future, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Guys, it was a pleasure. Take care, man. Thank you.